I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 66 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and hit that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the excitement that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, it is a momentous occasion here for the podcast today. I have some very big news to share with you guys. Also, I have an outstanding guest to bring you. I have superstar Hall of Fame wide receiver Andre Reed will be joining me in just a few minutes to talk about fatherhood, his foundation, and much more. So please, stick around for that. You do not want to miss this exclusive interview. Okay, today I am honored to have partnered with Anchor FM for their official launch day of listener support. Starting today, you can now show your support for First Class Fatherhood from anywhere in the United States for as little as three cents a day. And it can be as simple as using Apple or Google Pay. So I would like to take just a second here to reiterate my message on First Class Fatherhood. The face of fatherhood looks far different today from the days of the honeymooners. The world has definitely moved on from viewing women and wives like Alice Cramden, but in many places, especially movies and TV, husbands and dads are still being portrayed in the same Ralph Cramden mold. And this simply does not match up with the actions of men today. Most of the dads I talk with are very hands-on and involved in every aspect of family life. We share the bills, we share the household chores, and we share the responsibility of raising our children. It is no longer a great achievement to see a dad changing a diaper or strolling his kid through the supermarket. We are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Now, there's no shortage of support groups or places for moms to go and find some backup when the chips are down in motherhood. And moms are particularly watched close for signs of postpartum, and they're even given three to six months off of work after delivery. While men, in a flash, go from single, married guy to father, and then is expected to just resume life as normal within 24 hours. Sometimes there's no chance to even process the amazing changes that have just occurred. I know for me, when my mom died, I was given three days off to grieve. And when my dad died, I was given three more. But when I had my four children... I wasn't given a single day off to rejoice. I started First Class Fatherhood a little over four months ago, and I have been blessed to interview some real amazing First Class Fathers, including Navy SEALs, A-list actors, Hall of Fame athletes, entrepreneurs, and more. My podcast has even smashed the charts over on iTunes for kids and family, topping the charts at number one several times. First Class Fatherhood is a place where dads like you can listen to other dads as we fail and succeed on our journey through fatherhood. And now with the new listener support option available today from Anchor FM, you have the opportunity to get involved and help me continue my mission of celebrating fatherhood. Every day is Father's Day here on First Class Fatherhood. So here's how you can contribute. Please visit my profile page by going to anchor.fm backslash alec-lace. There you will be prompted to make reoccurring monthly payments of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99. You can even pay with Apple or Google Pay for your convenience. All you need to do is tap the button, enter your info, and bam, you're all done. You will then receive an email confirming your support for First Class Fatherhood. And with your permission, I'll even give you a shout-out right here on the podcast. 
I'll also gladly mention any business or product you may be pushing as long as I can approve it. So I would like to say thank you for all your support so far. This has really been an amazing experience for me, and I can't wait to take this podcast to the next level. And right now, I need your help to get that done. So please, visit me over at anchor.fm backslash alec-lace and show your support for First Class Fatherhood today. Now stay tuned for my awesome interview with First Class Father and Hall of Fame NFL superstar, Andre Reid. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a legendary NFL wide receiver who has 951 catches to his name. He scored 87 touchdowns. He has racked up over 13,000 receiving yards. He appeared in four Super Bowls, and he was enshrined in the NFL Hall of Fame. He is also a first-class father. It is my honor to say Andre Reed. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Let me throw a few questions at you here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, I have two kids, a boy and a girl. The girl is 24 and my boy is 22. Okay. One and one. Were both kids involved in sports growing up? They were active a little bit in sports in high school, but you know what? It isn't, uh, it wasn't their thing. And I think, um, you know, as, as a parent, you got to realize that your kids are going to have their own interests and have their own things in life that they want to do. And you kind of just, you're behind them, and you just want them to be positive and be good people. Uh, that's, that's it. You know, be, be your own person. What are some of the other activities they're involved in? Yeah, well, actually, my, my son is cooking up uh, uh, jujitsu and all that kind of stuff. So he's very active in that. Uh, and my daughter's just a girl going to school. She was, um, she's been in Spain the last six months, um, going to school there and, you know, experiencing some, some things that, uh, you know, different parts of the world. And it's awesome. It's good to see them growing in their own way. Um, you just got to be behind them and, and encourage them to, to be good people and be passionate about what they want to do in life. Um, that's really probably the main thing. All right, Andre, tell me, what were some of the difficulties of being such a high-level NFL star while being a father? I, I think every professional football player is so in tune to what they do, and a lot of times maybe their, their kids, uh, you know, don't get what they should to a certain point, a lot of attention. Um, I, I just had to realize that my kids are probably the most important thing to me, and I got to set an example for them, um, not only on the field but off the field, and – you know, I want them to be proud of me as much as, as you know, I want to be proud of them. And I think if, if we, we both know that, uh, and set, set an example. You know, as parents, you want to set examples and set good examples and put them in an atmosphere where uh, they make the right choices. They're not going to make all the choices the right all the time, but um, you put them in an atmosphere where uh, they, they're able to make the choices that are the right ones. And if they're not, they got to deal with the consequence of it. And we're all not perfect. We all make mistakes. And you just don't want to make a big mistake, especially early in life. All right, what's your opinion on social media, and what type of advice could you give on how to monitor that? You know, nowadays there's so many different influences for kids, and 
you know, social media and all this other kind of stuff going on that you gotta, you gotta tell them what's right. It's good and it's bad. And everything has a good and bad kind of flavor to it. Um, you try to, again, you try to tell them what to, not only what to say, but again, the consequence of what you say a lot of times is, is really what your actions are about. So you gotta deal with that. And you gotta realize that some of the things you say, you might not be, it might not be in the right context. And you, a lot of times you look at these athletes now, they say things, and it's not really what they meant, but it was kind of in the moment. Uh, and a lot of guys got to, hey, they got to atone for what they say. Yeah, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, right? Exactly. Uh, That's it's pretty good, yeah. All right, this is a difficult decision facing a lot of dads out there today. So uh, let me ask you, uh, with everything we know today about CTE, what's your advice to the dads that are out there struggling with the decision on letting their kids play contact sports, especially football? Well, when I was seven, you know, they, they didn't have flag football. They got flag football in a lot of places in the country now where they uh, they learn the game and learn the, the little things about the game early with, with no pads on. Um, I, I was fortunate. I'm not fortunate that at seven, eight years old, they put the pads right on you, and you really didn't know other than, okay, you're banging in the kids, and you don't know the impact of what that means, even at even at an age like that. Um, I I think you know what I think it's each parent's decision. Um, team sports, I think, teaches you a lot about life. Sports in general teaches you a lot about life. Uh, is is there good and bad in it? Yes. Uh, I think a lot of parents and a lot of parents have already asked me if you had if your child was to play football right now, would you let him? And, and I would say yes. If that's his passion, that's what he wants to do. You can't you can't take a dream away from him. And they just got to know the consequences of it. That it's that's it. You got to know. Hey, this is a violent sport. Um, things are going to happen. If that's what you want to do, um, good. And I, I don't think uh, stealing your kids' dreams and of what they want to do should really influence you on their decision that they make. Yeah, you bring up a great point there. I've had my boys involved in the NFL Flag Football League. Uh, it's very well organized, and it does teach them the skills of the game without them having to take all the blows. So, Yeah, and that's ironic because just here in Canton um, this past weekend, um, the NFL and the Boys and Girls Club, which I'm a big advocate of, I do a lot of things with them. I have my own reading program through the Boys and Girls Club. Um, there's a, uh, they have flag football. And it's encouraging kids to get out there and be uh, exercise and be a part of the game, um, girls as well as boys. And I think it's uh, it's an important thing because it teaches those lessons you need uh, later in life. And one thing as parents you can't do, you can't, you can't take away those lessons, man. Those lessons are really important. Okay, you mentioned it there. What can you tell me and my listeners about the Andre Reed Foundation? Well, we started this program called Reed with Reed 83. Obviously, my last name's Reed, and 83 is my number. And we uh, initiated this through the Boys and Girls Clubs of America, which I am alumni Hall of Famer, just like Shaq and Jennifer Lopez and Denzel Washington and a whole slew of people and entertainers and athletes. And, you know, I use that uh, as, a, uh, as a benchmark and as a foundation for kids uh, to, to read and, and tell them how they, what the importance of reading is because it is very important um, that you know, reading is a part of your life. Um, it's a part of getting, a part of economic success, and it's it's a part of uh, these kids growing in life. 
and, and sports has a way of teaching you that. And reading is very important. And and through ac- yeah, academic and occupational success, uh, it's uh, it's important. And my our initiative is to encourage reading, you know, 30 minutes a day. And through the game of football, we, we teach these kids, they read books. They have to read 83 books in a certain amount of time. And as they move their football on a field, um, they get their, uh, you know, a prize. And the ultimate prize uh, to become an MVP reader, if they read 100 books, is coming to a game and meeting uh, the owner or meeting players, meeting uh, just being a part of the NFL experience, which a lot of these kids don't get to do. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a ferocious reader myself. I knock out about a book a week, and I'm always encouraging my kids to read. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Uh, please tell my listeners where they can go to find out more about the foundation. Hit us with the links. Well, they can go to my Instagram, AR83Foundation, and that's on, on my Instagram. Um, also on Twitter, on my uh uh, my my site on Twitter, um, it's just Andre underscore Reed 83. They can find out a lot about what I'm doing, videos, and we were just in Seattle and all this. It's just been great. And um, we're always looking for sponsorship uh, in different cities, uh, especially NFL cities uh, through the Boys and Girls Club. And um, it's, it's a great program. And I think uh, it's taken off since September. We're going to be in five more cities this year uh, during the football season. And um, we, we just love – to give these kids this experience. But, again, the incentive is that reading is important and it's, it's a part of life and it's a part of economic success in life. Okay, yeah, we were talking a little bit before we're off the air. Tell me a little bit more about your trip to Seattle. Well, we, we went up there and, and we took some, you know, the four MVP readers in Seattle this year, uh, this summer, and we actually are starting to do it in the summer more because, obviously, summertime the kids don't want to read <laughs> that much in summer. But uh, we got to get down there at the training camp. And uh, we met Shaquille and Shaquille Griffin, um, Doug Baldwin. Um, the kids talked with head coach uh, Pete Carroll. And it was a great experience there in Seattle uh, two weeks ago there to, uh, you know, show these kids that this is, this is the kind of thing that you get. And these kids ask questions like, what's your favorite book you read? And it was, uh, it was awesome. It was a, a great time for those kids. All right. I'm very curious to get your opinion on this. It's a very big topic of conversation with the NFL. What is your take on the players who are taking a knee during the national anthem, and what type of message is that sending the children? Well, I really didn't get involved with that when when it first all started, you know, with Colin Kaepernick and that whole year, and then now uh, with this policy. um, Obviously, we live in a world that, um, you know, sports is a part of society and and vice versa. And um, guys have their own ways of their own protesting, and whether it's right or it's wrong, it's, you know, we live in a country where everybody has the right to uh, voice their opinions. Um, I, you know, when I came in the league, there was no such thing as not standing up for the national anthem. And it, it was kind of given that you got to stand and put your hand on your heart and, and uh, you know, do that, what you're supposed to do uh, to, to show that, that that's, this is your country. This is the United States of America and that you respect it. So, um I think kids, I, I hope it doesn't get into, you know, to, to the little kids. And and I don't know if the colleges have some of the guys that protested in college or not, but it's uh, it's an issue. And just like everything else in this world, uh, it's an issue. People uh, take offense to a lot of things, and um, that's just the way it goes. But 
you know, my my view on it is I, I think you should stand. Um, I think you should, uh, you know, stand for what the country's about, um, regardless of what your affiliation is. And, um, you know, that's what I would do if I was playing right now. Okay, thank you for weighing in on that. All right, NFL Hall of Fame career in the books. What's next for Andre Reed? I know you have the foundation going on, but what goals do you have currently? What's driving you now? That, that's a good question. I think this, you know, my foundation in this program is really important to me. And, and when I go to speak at Boys and Girls Club events, um, you know, i got three or four of them coming up. I, I speak at Youth of the Year Awards. I speak at uh, breakfasts, and I, it's all about them raising money for their clubs. But it's to tell my club experience and what the club has done for me in my life. And um, it's, it's a great, great metaphor uh, for what, you know, I want to get across. And, and it's a good thing that I, you know, am very proud about. And I have a platform. And I think in life you got to use your platform, whatever it is, um, not only to, you know, get your your point across, but to, to use that as a as a stepping stone and as a and as a springboard to the next thing. And uh, these kids are really important to me because I was one of them, and somebody believed in me uh, that I could be who I wanted to be, and I can go out there and do anything I want to do. And that's that's the message I'm trying to relay to all these kids and all these cities is that we're, you know, I was just like you. And and I was a little kid, too, and I was in the clubs, and uh, I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that. But you, you need a lot of people behind you uh, that believe in you, and you believe in yourself. All right, what type of advice could you give the new fathers or the about-to-be dad that's out there listening right now? Well, we're, we're, in, a, we're in a society now where it's so important. Uh, parents have always been important, but we're, parents are more important now than ever. You know, this generation is... Every, every 10, 12, 15, 20 years, it's a new generation. But this generation of kids, uh, the, the high school kids, the kids that are little right now, you know, they need mentors. They need people that are, uh, have not only been there but can teach them a lot about life. And uh, as a parent, it's so important that you're there for your kids. It's so important that you're able to talk to them about not only your experiences as a kid but what they're dealing with and what could happen uh, down the road. Uh, so I, I I really think that parents should keep talking to their kids, keep telling them that um, you know life is about a passion. It's about being anything you want to be, and you got to be able to put the blinders on a lot, and you got to be able to go in a straight line. And a lot of times people on the sides are going to pull you, but you got to be able to keep focused, stay the course, and do what's right. All right, that's going to wrap things up for me here. NFL Hall of Fame wide receiver, Andre Reed. I just want to say thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time right here on First Class Fatherhood. You got it, man. I appreciate it. All right. We'll be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I would like to say again a special thank you to NFL Hall of Famer, Andre Reed, for giving me a few minutes of his time. Also, I want to make sure you guys get over there and subscribe to the podcast. The best is yet to come here. We have come a very long way since I first launched this podcast a little over four months ago. And from the little acorn grew the mighty oak. I've got some very exciting guests that are going to be coming up on the week leading up to 9-11. I have some more former Navy SEALs coming your way, including Remy Adelake and Brent Gleason. I have some Army guys that I'll be interviewing including best-selling author Sean Parnell and Fox & Friends news anchor Pete Hegseth. 
I've got many other guests that are coming your way. I can't mention all of them just yet, but please stick around, lock it into first class fatherhood. The best is yet to come. Uh, For now, I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And remember, guys, you may not get to always fly first class, but you are always a first class father. Tall as a tree, but it's all feeling so